Do you want to buy my Canon 70D? I don't know, thinking about it. Do you want to buy my 2014 MacBook Pro? No. Do you want to buy a pair of 3234 J. Crew pants? Are you kidding? Have you seen this bod? They still have the tag on them. I don't fit in a 32. Do you want to buy the Xbox One with a Kinect, a two remote controls, and a, head, a headset? 100% no. Do you want to buy a Casio watch? Do you want to buy a Garmin? No. Watch. <laughs> the old Garmin's stick on the windshield. I'm just trying. I'm trying to minimize. Are we allowed to uh, to <laughs> test drive the Canon 70D uh, for a day or two? Yes. 100%. Take it. There. Cheers. All right. We're, we'll do I'll take it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to buy anything else, just reach out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, as we celebrate... Uh, this is New Year's Day. That's the point. It's You get rid of the things that have not necessarily bogged you down, but are taking up space. Yeah. And you don't use them necessarily, and they just take up... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if you were that shallow? Like, where you are in a kit deep... Wait a minute. You're literally <laughs> describing our podcast right now. You're just describing it from my perspective. Yes. But I meant from what like, if you're in a really deep conversation and, and somebody just is like, yeah, but I meant, there's a bug on the floor. <laughs> I like Rice Krispie treats. No, but I really like, meant like it made me think because that is not you. And I was thinking, what if there was a guy that legitimately did that all the time? Yes. Let me introduce him. <laughs> Let me introduce you. That is awesome. Oh, that's fun. That's great. Well, happy new year to you. I I just am just jovial right at this moment. My name is Jonathan Carroll. My name is Jonathan Carroll. No, it isn't. My name is Nathan Morris. It is. Mm -hmm. This is You'll Die Trying. It's a podcast, and this is episode 111 plus one is 12. 112. Welcome, everybody. You'll die trying to count how many episodes you have. What's it going to be like when we're in the 600s? I'm just going to give up. I, I it's don't, just that episode. Yeah, you know, I think it's the one just about be that Nathan's one. self-awareness and recognition of his role in our conversations and how fun that is. <laughs> Such a jab if I've ever had one. I got a text from John the other day. He got so pissed at me, and then he sends me a text, and he says, let me guess, you don't have any brain space for it. And he was totally jabbing. I said, good jab. And then he felt terrible, and I was like, no problem. Good jab, though. You know, That's that kind funny. of thing. Yeah, just fine. It's yeah. fine. It's hey, fine. Everything's fine. No it's apologies fine. necessary. It's fine. Everything's fine. I've Did you hear that? No apologies necessary, even though I'm the one who would be apologizing. <laughs> That's a new thing I've been trying. You know, people say no offense. I'm like, hey, no apologies necessary. Meaning I'm not going to apologize <laughs> no, for that. But they think it, that they're exactly. stupid like me. Whenever I pull out in front of someone, I wave like it was their idea. I'm like, hey, thanks for letting me go. And then they wave back, <laughs> even though they were mad. That's called your voodoo stuff. Psychology yeah, hacks. so legit. I love it. Hey, what are you going to like... You know, like what are you what are you gonna do today? I mean, what's today for well, you? Uh, New Year's Day is a day for celebration mm. because uh, 
not only is it the beginning of the year 2020, for those of you who are listening to this in the year 2099, we've been dead a long time. We have. But um, the Barbara Walters memes are so stupid. I don't look at memes. This is 2020. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, anyway, it's a day of celebration <laughs> for the new year, but it's 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 an anniversary with my wife. January 1st is an anniversary, and the only thing I want to do is spend time with her. I don't care what we do, whether it's active, passive, whether we're going to go to the gym, passive aggressive. whether we're going to go on a walk, whether we're going to drink champagne in the hot tub, all of those things, uh, none of those things, It's as long as we're together. Can I b- make you all breakfast this morning? No. Can I bring you breakfast? Well, that's kind of the same thing. What if one of the girls make the breakfast? I bring it to you. That, okay, picture that. No, I really don't want to. Just try. Hold on. Hear me out. <laughs> you and Julia, you know. I'm forced <laughs> you to think of something I don't want to think about. About. <laughs> All right, think about this. You're in a concentration camp. Perfect. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm in rare form today. I'm Very sorry. Funny. It's been frustrating, and here I am, and I don't have to use my brain for this podcast. Here's the dealio. <laughs> I think that we need to deal once and for all with this notion of New Year's resolutions. Yeah, that's stupid. January 1st is is Wednesday, right? It is it is today mm-hmm. in 2020. And the only thing different about it as I wave my hands <laughs> it looks so is stupid. that it's the day after yesterday, right. which it today is always the day after yesterday and it's always the day before tomorrow. The calendar doesn't get to tell us what we should be doing with our lives. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know, I know you're listening and you're saying yes, but it's a nice kind of natural break. It represents a new beginning, but you know what? Every morning represents a new beginning. Every morning we practice our resurrection when we get up from sleep. Every night we practice our death when we go to sleep. We don't need the calendar to tell us to do that. What I'd like to do is say a word in favor of something besides a new year resolution. I think we need to think more, um, instead of what we need to stop doing, we need to think about what we already are doing well. I think we don't need to spend so much time trying to hone our weaknesses. We need to spend time strengthening our strengths. Mm -hmm. For instance, there are certain things that you might not feel as adept at doing as part of your work life but you will surround yourself with people who are adept at doing that. Rather than you going to get an MBA or a certification in leadership from you know some well-named academy or college or university, you bring people around you who are good at certain things and you free them to do what they're good at doing so that you can be doing what you're good at doing, right? We naturally focus on our strengths. Why do we want to consistently try to make our weaknesses less of an area of growth, meanwhile failing to focus on the things that we're naturally good at. I want to say a word about strengthening our strengths. I'm not saying don't work on the things you're not good at. I'm just saying don't forget. Like communication in a marriage. <laughs> it's like, yes. I'm terrible at this. I'm not going to invest in that. Yeah, That's I'll let her do it or she him do it. it. Right? No, yeah. We definitely want to work on those areas where we right. need work. But personally, I also want to acknowledge, hey, I'm good at these areas and I want to get better at those areas. So that's the one thing. The other thing I want to do is talk about how resolutions, I think, get in the way of goal setting. So I want to say a word about smarter goals. 
Michael Hyatt, former publisher, CEO, Thomas Nelson Publishers, is now a motivational speaker. He's a leadership guy. He, he's an author. He's a podcaster. Um, he's a brand. He has a whole team of, that support him based out of Nashville. And he has expounded on the what, what has been called SMART goals. SMART is an acronym, and he's added another E and another R. Now there's SMARTER goals, meaning if you're going to set a goal, you can't just say, I'm going to lose weight in 2020. That's not a goal. That's a wish. A goal is I'm going to lose 10 pounds by September 30th of 2020. That's a specific goal. It's a measurable goal. It's an action-oriented goal. It is um, a uh, realistic goal. It has a time stamp on it. It's kind of exciting, and it's a little risky. S-M-A-R-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Did you hear that? Did you hear the acronym coming alive right in your presence? Didn't even notice it was happening. Say the goal. Well, let's, say, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. Let's say you want to lose weight. Yep. Okay. So if I were coaching you, I would say, okay, how much weight do you want to lose? 10 pounds by September 30th, 2020. Okay. So we're getting specific. 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 Specificity. A goal without a plan is a wish. Yes. You got to have a plan. The plan has to be specific. 10 pounds. Has to be measurable. September 30th. You have a scale. Oh. You can measure every week, every month. Got it. Has to be action oriented. There's something you can do. Exercise. Ninety percent of weight loss is in nutrition. Exercise is great, but you can lose weight without it. Mm-hmm. It's all about reducing sugar intake, reducing glutens, reducing overall carb intake, using those low gluten. I mean, those low carb things like fruits, and avoiding those high glycemic fruits. Like, I mean, um. Carbs like sugars, like Twinkies. So Twinkies are not good. Twinkie is delicious. What are you talking about? <laughs> so but it's not going to get me closer to my goal. So an action is I'm cutting out the Twinkies. I'm cutting out the Rice Krispie Treats. I'm cutting out the cookies. I'm cutting out the pie. I'm cutting out the ice cream. Have it once a week. Otherwise, cut it out. Look forward to that. That's action-oriented. Then it needs to be realistic. Is it realistic to lose 10 pounds in, in nine months? Yes. Absolutely. A pound a month? Yeah. Is it time-bound? Yeah, because the stamp is September 30th. It has to be a specific deadline, right? Is it exciting? Who wouldn't want to say I'm 10 pounds lighter than I was at the beginning of the year? That's a lot of weight, right? And it's, and it's done sustainably. 10 pounds in nine months, you can, you can keep that off. Right. 10 pounds in six weeks, you're not going to keep that off. Mm-hmm. And then it needs to be a little risky. Of course it's risky and rewarding. It's a little risky to cut out... Uh, you know, sweets and go out to dinner with friends and not talk about the fact that you're trying to eat better and just, you know, politely decline on the dessert. It's a little risky. It's a little, little bit difficult. I, I don't want any of that dessert because I'm trying to lose the weight. I'm dieting. I'm dieting. It's like this New Year's resolution. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your alter ego always has a little bit of a lisp. lisp. I don't know why. It doesn't matter what tonality I use in my voice. It's always like, it's, it's like. Martin Luther said, God speaks to us. But, a lisp? He, but he does so with a lisp. I think so. It just means that we God God's voice could not be clearly understood because it is so majestic and magnificent and mighty. Majestic, magnificent, and mighty. <laughs> so I would like to hear from you 
uh, a couple of goals for yourself, but I'd like to ask you to do so in a framework of one of the eight most important areas of your life. Realistic. The eight <laughs> most important areas of your life that involve your quality of life. Okay. okay? So you don't have a pen and paper in front of you. Nope. This is not a magic trick, but I'm letting everyone know because we're on a podcast that Nathan does not have pen and paper in front of him. So I'm going to ask him to do a little bit of a memory exercise. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to ask you to set one goal for every one of these eight areas of your life that okay. contribute to the overall quality. Can of I your say life. the goal after you say the yeah, quality? But I do want you to think about it for a little bit. But then I'll forget. I'm I will forget. For okay. I'm here for you. Okay. okay I'm having my eyes are shut. The quality of your life is related to a lot of things. We could probably say 12 to 15 things, but I want to focus on eight specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one is your thoughts. Mm-hmm. How we think directly influences how we feel. How we feel directly influences how we behave, how we decide, what actions we take, and ultimately our mistakes are made up of those things. When we change how we think, we change how we feel, we change how we behave, we change our lives, right? We need to focus on our thinking as one of the eight most important areas of our lives that contribute to the overall quality of our living. Mm -hmm. Secondly, our words. Not only how we speak to one another, but more importantly even, how we speak to ourselves. What story do we tell ourselves? What messaging is there in our minds about ourselves, about who we are and what we think we're capable of? We have to focus on our words. Thirdly, food. I know you don't like to talk about food, but food is not evil. People who have eating disorders have to relearn that food is not a bad thing. We have to learn how to have a healthy relationship with food, just like we have a healthy relationship with money. Just like many people have to learn how to have a healthy relationship with alcohol. Uh, we, it's not the substance per se. It's our usage or abusiveness of and toward it that matters. Fourthly, sleep. Fifthly, fitness. Fitness. Sixthly, say sixthly. Fifthly. Not Sicily. Fifthly. (laughs) Purpose. Purpose. Seventh, our environment. And eight, our relationships. Now, we could add things like spirituality. We could add sexuality. There are all Mm -hmm. kinds of things we can throw in here. But I want to focus on eight areas, and I want to ask you to set a goal for each of the eight areas that I've just mentioned. Let's go one by one. Thinking. Thoughts. My goal, thoughts. My goal is every morning having the first thing I do, I wake up at five. It's my new routine. It's been like this for a while now. Uh, nice, isn't it? Yeah. The thought in my head as I speak to myself is going to be that of I will be successful today. I will make good choices. I will, the, the, that tor- type of thing. So does that go with thoughts? So my thoughts will be that at five o'clock in the morning to be positive. Okay. There's my. There's That's that. your goal. Mm-hmm. Let's ask, is that a specific goal? Nope. Let's make a specific goal then. Specific goal. Uh, more specifically then, my thought will be, uh, I'm trying to hone in better. You're good. Well, as a, as a leader, I guess it could be very leadership. What can I do today to be a better leader? How can I want, I'm going to be a better leader today. There we go. Is that specific enough? No. Art. <laughs> but let's say, uh, you know in general, right? What, this podcast is going to be like two hours long, but at this rate. 
<laughs> the thinking part of that is 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 there. You want to be overall a more positive thinker. Mm-hmm. You know that in the mornings you want to spend time focusing on your thinking. Mm-hmm. So it's a specific goal to say that you know in the next. <gasps> go ahead, you're you're picking it up in the next year at five every morning. We may want to have modest goals, let's say, for the next 30 days. Okay, for the next 30 days at 5 o'clock a.m. every morning before I begin my daily routine, I will sit with positive thoughts regarding being an incredible leader that day. Is that more specific? It's more specific. But it's not as specific as it. Is it measurable? No. By five, no. Let's I, let's skip to words. Let's keep going. We're going to keep progressing. <laughs> let's skip to words. Words. How do you want to talk to yourself? With a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to myself. Le- do you think that you want to have more positive messaging about yourself? To myself, yeah. Do you think you get down because of the story you tell yourself about the situation? Not you as find much yourself? as I used to, but still, yes. Yeah, so, I believe it needs to the story. The story needs to be shifted a little more. Still, all right. So, a specific goal is you want to shift the narrative of for the next thirty days. Messaging, a measurable thing about that could be, for instance, that you want to keep a gratitude journal. <gasps> That's a good idea. And you want to pick three things every day that you're grateful for, and you want to speak those things aloud, right? Yeah. So there's your words. Action-oriented as well. It's absolutely realistic. It can be time-bound because you're saying it's in the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. It's kind of exciting because I think gratitude leads to positive thinking, and positive thinking leads to better health. Mm-hmm. And is it risky or rewarding, one or the other? It's rewarding. It's absolutely rewarding. Mm-hmm. And it's risky in a culture of negativity. Right. So there you have it. Food, sleep, fitness, purpose, environment, relationships. You would walk through each one of those eight things and ask yourself, what do I want to do in that area in my life? Specifically, measurably, something that's action-oriented, realistic, and time-bound, kind of exciting and either risky or rewarding or both. Write it down and then every day get after it. We're not in the business of making New Year's resolutions. We're not in the business of leaving things behind. We want to focus on what works, focus on our strengths. And when we do want to get better at something, we need to set goals and an action plan that follows that kind of smarter acronym as a mentality and philosophy that gets us where we want to get. Otherwise, we're just penniless at the wishing well. Hmm. You're smirking. Does that mean I lost because I talked, spoke? No. Ethily. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all in. That's good. What you said. I mean, what I said. You said it all. I, I don't Taking I, it in. I think it's really important to work on not making resolutions that lead us feeling bad about ourselves because of the 80% of Americans who make resolutions... 70% of them have lost those by the end of the first month. <laughs> yeah. Planet Fitness is killing it right now with yeah, their sign-ups. Oh, they are. They are. And they get all that they get all that cash for the rest of the year smart. for the first 2 months. So smart. Everybody falls off and then they're just holding on to that money. I'm saying the Planet Fitness represents 
ABC Fitness Center, but yeah. Planet Fitness probably too. Yeah. I, you know what the food thing is? I'm going to eat a donut a month. You like my socks? <gasps> I did not see them. Swear. That's I, awesome. I'm wearing pink socks with iced, glazed mm. donuts <clears throat> on them. Yep. I'm going to eat a donut this a month. This, I'm, getting, I'm gaining weight just wearing Where? these socks. <laughs> Your feet are boiling over your nice boots. So you want to eat a donut a month, a month. meaning that's One donut like, a month. That's like a cheat for you? It's like a cheat because I do not eat snacks. I do not indulge and partake in the funness that is like a nice, delicious, delicious treat. Yes. I do not because I'm so ridiculously health nutty. I ate pizza today. Let's be honest. I did eat that. But I don't eat the crust, which I know there's crust at the bottom. I get it. I don't enjoy food. I eat because I have to. Mm. And I want to be able to indulge in a delicious glazed donut with frosting and and the sprinkles on it. Mm. That's exactly what is on my socks. Yeah, I would eat your socks right now if they weren't attached to your feet, but I want to be able to watch you walk. I wish people would just start in the middle of an episode and come to a statement <laughs> like that without any context. Uh, I mean, people might like it even more. I wonder what this episode's about. Skip forward, push play. I want to eat your socks. <laughs> I do. I want to eat your socks. What do you want to do in the area of relationships? Work on them. <laughs> so shallow. Yes. <laughs> I want, okay, let's focus. Let's focus specifically on a relationship. You have had an enlightened moment. I did. You have an epiphany. I face. do, but I don't want to say it. Say it. Nope. Say it. Nope. Really? Let's pay rock scissors if I have to say it. No, you're gonna ask the question. You're gonna throw whatever it's gonna say. I, I want to have a better relationship with my with my in laws. Okay, that there's nothing wrong with saying that. I know, but like your in laws don't listen to the podcast. No, anyway. they don't. And even they if don't they did, they that's a positive have, message. They don't even know how to turn their phones on. Okay, I that's mean, not as positive, maybe. Not, but positive. but if they listen, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? It's not saying your relationship is bad. Even if it is, that's not what you're saying. You're saying I want to improve it. Yeah, I mean, there's. What well, are you willing to do? I don't know tough isn't it yeah i mean it's 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 tough do you think we kind of all naturally want other people to make the move oh my god yes that's yes i'm pointing at you because that's more that's disrespectful to point but yes you've hit the nail on the head people are always just waiting for someone to make the move they're all sitting over there in their house and they're freaking out just like the other person because they know that they may may be right or wrong, and they want the other person to reach out to them so that they can explain themselves or or at least just communicate to say mm -hmm. everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're a bunch of little bitches mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Right. And respectfully speaking, of course, I just yeah, me. I'm talking about me. Right. So now. that's a that's a goal for you. Okay. Boom. Let's hit the smarter button. What's a specific goal relative to your family-in-law? In law, I guess a specific goal. What's an event coming up? What's what's a what's a we have? Well, there's President's Day, and <laughs> there's I, I want to spend President's Day at my family-in-law's well, house. Let's okay, Mother's Day. Boom, done. I was going to say Easter because that's even sooner. It is. Let's do that. Let's by Easter. Easter. Okay. Yep. By Easter, that's the time-bound piece. That's the T. Right. What's the specific goal? Specific goal would be spend time at the in-laws' house with the entire family. Okay. All right. Um, 
Can you measure that? Yes. Yes, because you can see that yes. whereas once I wasn't there, now I am. Mm -hmm. It's action-oriented because yes, it, it means, means I have to drive there. You're going there. Put my three humans in their car seats. Is it realistic? Yes. It's time-bound because yeah, it's Easter. It's Easter. It's not necessarily exciting or enthusiastic. No. So then... It's not a goal. They're done. Can take it off. <laughs> well, we just have to find a way to make it The excitement it so. would be that I am spending time with my children who love their grandparents, my in-laws. It would be stress relieving, I'm guessing. Oh. Something exciting about that. Uh -huh. Is it risky? Yes. Tell me about it. Well, because it's, you're, there's pride involved too. You know, you, you, what does pride do for us? Nothing. Makes us smell funny. Didn't think you were going there. I didn't know that you knew that. I just, I just thought that was something I knew that you didn't know. <laughs> but now that we're now that it's open, we should talk about the I smell. I love it. I love it. No, I did. It, 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 that's the best way I can describe it. I describe things very weirdly. Okay. Pride is that to me. It make, makes you just icky, stinky. It's gross. You know, people say pride goeth before a fall, but really in the text it says pride goeth before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. It's a chiasm. It's a, it's a literary device, rhetorical. Eh, just now, I just ridiculous. don't even. I, I feel inadequate right now. Pete, this is what my childhood pastor used to say in his shaming voice. These five letters will destroy your life. P R I D E pride, pride, P R I D E pride. It's probably the first word I ever learned how to spell. <laughs> pride. But you go away feeling so mama unproud. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> I always left like uh, with a tail between my legs, like a whipped puppy. Mm. Plus, he would always put the fear of God. Fear in of you God in you. About if you were to die in a car accident on your way from church today, would you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that when you died, your soul would go to be with the Lord? That's a quotation, as you can tell, as it just rolls right off. So I lived in constant state of fear. Did you just look at that brunette? Yeah. Cut off your eyes, gouge out your tongue, cut off your hands, because your mind is full of How wicked thoughts. How dare you? It's a wicked game. Sorcerer. Well, uh, oh, I was going to sing Wicked Game. But I don't, don't want to fall in love that's it. with you. There we go. No. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird. That, that was a weird movie. So, oh, I've never seen the movie. What was the name of that movie? I don't know. You don't want to see it. <laughs> Actually, it was really good. And in current context, it means a lot. I think. But that's. I, I digress. The point is, you have a specific and <laughs> yeah. measurable goal that's action oriented. I think it's realistic. It is time bound. It's not as exciting as maybe it could be, but it's got potential and it's risky. Risky. Easter. Mm hmm. Did you say that this is a promise you're willing to make to yourself? Um, say it differently. Promise to make to you? To yourself. To, to you? To See, me. Oh, yes. I'll make a promise to you. See, but there's another, there is another something going on there. Why would I be willing to promise you? But not yourself. Not myself. Do you feel like you tend to not hold yourself accountable the way other people do? No. Maybe I just hold you in higher, and that's probably something I shouldn't do. Hold mm. you in higher regard than myself in the sense of... Right, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely want to hold yourself mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. higher regard. Yep. Okay. Just had a little epiphany there. 
Well, Epiphany's January 6th, that we're, we're coming right, close. Right, we're very close to that, five yeah. days away. I'm preparing, I'm, I'm excited, planning. Um, what day is that? I don't know. Must be Tuesday. Mm-mm. Monday? Tuesday. Today's the first, Monday. second, third, fourth. It's Monday. Happy Epiphany, Dr. Carroll. Okay, we'll be together on Monday recording on Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. I'm glad we got that settled. Me too. The wise men can finally make it to the stable that you've already put away in the basement. <laughs> That's how I would like to invite people to go about setting goals, personally and professionally. What would you think about in you, in the businesses that you operate in, setting out your vision for 2020 with a goal-setting strategy and philosophy that accommodates the smarter mentality? How do I feel about doing it? Yeah, what do you think about that? That's well, fine. I think Let's, there's wisdom to it? Yes. Okay. Maybe very smart to do that. I like what you do. I mean, I, I didn't mean to do that, but what else do you say? I think it'd be very intelligent to do that. Okay. I think it's good to think about where do you want to head? How do you want to get there? Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do every day to get there? So I'm a big fan of the big three. Three big things that I need know I need to do tomorrow, and I like to write them down. Because when you write it down, you're 42% more likely to accomplish it. I also am a big fan of breaking goals up in time slots so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. For instance, you're not going to, I don't think it would be wise to wait until Good Friday to have the conversation with your wife or her family about how you're going to spend Easter. Right. I think you want to eat the frog first thing in the morning. Break that goal up in different segments. Give yourself new deadlines to hit and decide, what am I going to do next week that gets me closer to that goal? Should I send a handwritten card? Should I make a phone call? Is there something that I can do to strengthen relationships prior to that big goal date of Easter? If you could break that down and set a goal for every week, three big things you need to do every day, three big things you know you need to do every week, put a timestamp on it, move yourself toward that goal, you'll get there. But waking up on Good Friday, probably not going to get there. (laughs) I guess we need to go to the in-laws today. I was exposed to a poem recently that I will not bother you by reading out loud. But I will draw your attention to the poem, which is called The Buried, My Buried Life. My Buried Life. It is a poem about trying to understand your life because you understand that there is a reality of your death. And... I went to a, in, in light of this, it has me thinking that uh, Joy and I and the girls once went to a festival, and for the life of me, I can't remember where it was. I kind of think it was in Owensboro, the, what used to be called the East Bridge Arts Festival. I don't know if it's still there. I don't think it still happens, and I don't know if that's the place, but I saw a huge, <laughs> a huge chalkboard, and it said, what I want to do before I die. It turns out that that comes from a movement of this one guy and like three or four of his friends who had, they, they encountered that poem. They created a website called MyBuriedLife or TheBuriedLife.com, I can't remember which. They got on a purple charter bus that they bought together, and they went on a road trip. I want to say it was for two weeks. It could have been two months. Uh, they could still be on it, for all I know. And the whole purpose of the trip was to go do things that they wanted to do before they died, because we, we all have things that we want to do before we die but we never really get around to doing most of them because we don't plan. 
we don't set smart goals. We don't have timestamps, deadlines, and rewards built into. We don't have action plans. So they went on this incredible journey together, and they did everything on their lists together. How cool is that, right? Yeah, that's great. To gather a small community of people whom you love, to agree on some things that you know you want to do before you die, set a time, set a goal, save the money, whatever you got to do, and then go do it together. That little community for me is my family. We all have things that we want to do. Our girls are so young, they don't think about this the same way we do in our older age. But they all have things that they would like to do too if they thought about it. How cool would it be for this little teeny community that is my family to put together our own list of things that we want to do and then every year make plans to try to do that. And I'm I'm not talking about skydiving and, you know, deep sea dive. Like, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily talking about all the adventure things. Adventure is like one category. Right. There are lots of other categories under the kind of bucket list idea. So I think we should all take our bucket lists and shred them and start over with things that we really, really want to do. Somebody may think that they would like to run a marathon, but they can't imagine running a marathon. But imagine getting that little community together and running every day or every week until you were able to run 26 miles at a time. Whether you enrolled in a marathon or not, mm-hmm. you ran 26 miles, 26.2 <clears throat> miles. Um, what, are, what are two things that you want to do before you die? Ride a ski lift. And you haven't ridden a ski lift? Never. Okay. Isn't that crazy to think? No. Ride a ski lift and I'm trying to think of something that's like that. Um, For some reason, I I just thought uh, drive or ride a Vespa in Australia. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Australia. Riding a Vespa in Australia would be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. In a ski lift. I mean, you know, drive under them when we go to Colorado, Beaver Creek, and they're above us, and it's either we always, we always go two days before a season or like two days after. How are we stupid enough to do that? I don't know how we miss it. <laughs> it's like, let's go miss the most fun time. Have you ever, you, so you haven't ever skied? No. But I just want to ride. The, I just want to ride the ski lift. It's like when you're in grade school and middle school. The guy that could throw the football the best. He was all time quarterback. I just want to ride the ski. Lift. Yeah. Be on the ski lift and hold my skis up whenever it's so time you, to get so off. So you do want to have skis on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have the skis on. <clears throat> I want to have all the gear. I want to have the the get up. But you like don't a, want to ski down the mountain. <laughs> no, it just ride in just, a loop. Just ride in the loop. Okay. Ski loop. The ski mm-hmm. lift. Yeah. Ski lift loop loop. I can tell you that it is incredibly invigorating. To ski? To, no, I'm horrible. <laughs> I've only skied once. Oh, God. You're, but you're, like, athletic, so why are you horrible? It, well, Because you're, mean, like, just... I can be athletic, and, you know, I can go out and be, you know, 
an Olympic curler, <laughs> I'm not going to know what to do because I haven't learned how to curl. True. I haven't learned how to hurdle. What do you want to do? Two. Okay. Two things. Good question. I would like to... I really, really want to travel wine country with joy. Napa Valley wine country? Yeah. Or, uh, well, Napa, Willamette. Now you're just talking. In Oregon, and then Italy. Oh. Italy, okay. too. I didn't know Oregon, which would make sense, but. Oregon has a couple of uh, big um, vineyard areas. Willamette Valley is one of them. There's another one. I can't remember the name of it, but um, it, there's it's incredible. It's incredible wine country up there. Interesting. Since we're all going to be out west, so you'll be further west. I'll ride the ski oh, lift. Right. Get off said lift. Oh, well, there are work. ski lifts up in um, Utah, like Lake Tahoe. Right. And, Is that close to you? You know, I've never realized that Tahoe and Utah have the same ta in it. Wow. I have to look that up. <laughs> he really will. That's one thing that I want to do because more than anything, I mean, I like wine. I'm learning how to like it a lot more. But I think the whole Vintner process is pretty amazing. But I know how much Joy loves it. So you're such a nerd. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. I am. I'm mocking you. But you're just smart. You're just smart. You like to know things about everything. You like to know. You could talk to anyone from any walk of life, and it's as, awesome. As could you? No way. You literally do, though, and part of your job is to talk to people from all walks of life. Hmm. And you're handed a really <laughs> topic by their being in the in the funeral homes, so you have something to go on. Never thought of that. The other thing, let me think about. You know what? So that that's kind of a travel goal. Yeah, there's three. So you said that's you said Napa, Oregon, and then Italy. Yeah, wine, like wine, wine. tour, yeah. right? So and that'd be different pieces of that. Um, That'd be one thing I'd really like to do. Another thing I'd like to do, and I was just doing a little research on this, but I've been thinking about this for a couple of years. I haven't really said anything out loud about it because it's a little goofy, but I'd like to learn how to be very proficient on a one wheel. Like uh, the one wheel, like it looks like the skateboard, but it has the big wheel in the middle. That's okay. it. It's yep. an electric skateboard, yep. but with just one giant wheel in the middle. And it operates much like a Segway in that it kind of is intuitive and reads, literally kind of reads your brain, that you don't have to do anything. You think to go forward and it goes forward, and you think to go backwards and it goes backwards. And I've never been on one. Would you wear a helmet? Yes. Would you wear elbow pads? At first I would. Wrist pads? I'd wear sliders on my palms. Butt pads? No. Knee pads? Plenty of padding there, yeah. Uh, ankle braces? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'd wear a hurt locker. Oh yeah, like the yeah. yeah. So um, that's some that's something that I would enjoy doing. Another thing that's on my list is I'd like to write a book. I would read the book that you wrote. I'd like to write a book. I would read the book. What's one more thing that you want to do? <clears throat> the um, well, I had it in my head, and then I got distracted ski by ski lift was one. No, that's not what. What else? was the second one? Ski lift was one, and then um. Vespa in, Vespa in, uh, in Australia. Australia. So mine's not some... That's one's travel, one's uh -huh. adventure. Mm -hmm. What's another one? I want to create this incredible... Like, this is something where I have just dispos disposable income. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. And That's I fine. want to create, like, a, a gentleman's 
mm. lounge for just just exquisite drink. Okay. Like we're like talking the most, the most incredible old fashioned, the most incredible nice gentleman drinks. I have the recipe for the best old fashioned on the planet. I had it at Cane Prime in Nashville. Okay. Steakhouse. Yeah. Called a vanilla old fashioned. I asked the bartender if he would give me the recipe. He did. We found and we gathered up the ingredients from various places because it's not, you know, just stuff you would find at your local right. liquor store. And I uh, made one over uh, this Oops. new year. And uh, it's amazing. Wow. I think that'd be fun to do, right? I'd I wish that we had a speakeasy mm -hmm. we could go to. Could you Im imagine just like some nice music? Because music always can set a tone, a mood. Whether you notice the music or not, it subconsciously sets you off or up for something. Sure. A nice drink mm -hmm. and incredible conversation and community. Just for men? No, 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 no. I, I oh. keep saying gentlemen drinks. Like, you know, I have never seen a female drink an old-fashioned. I'm sure they do. They do, totally. I've never seen it. Joy so, drinks some. Well, now. There you go. Mm -hmm. a, a womanly drink, womanly, manly drink, kind of like a cosmopolitan, I would say, for the most yeah, part. Or I've a martini. I've seen a mo only women order a, that type of mm -hmm. drink. I am really bad about, I drink the fruity drinks that are associated <laughs> oftentimes with female drinkers. Yeah, and there's, do you drink the White Claw? No. Are you drink? Did you drink White Claw last night? Are you hung over on the claw? No. No. Well, New Year's is for old fashions and champagne. New Year is for New Year. All right. I'd like to encourage you, Nathan. Please. Between now and the next time I see you, which is on Epiphany, mm -hmm. to find a two-day window, two- or three-day window, when you can go visit your friend in Colorado... And you're going to take yourselves between now and March to Colorado, and you're going to get on a ski lift. Yes! But you have to have it scheduled, not booked, but scheduled by the time we see each other again. Is this real? Yeah, this is real. This is a challenge. I'm going to text John right now. Speaking of which, I was reminded by one of our listeners that we said we were going to drink eggnog at our last I know one. this. I never brought it back up. and It was kind of like hoping that no one saw the car wreck, but they, yeah. I noticed it. I knew it the day of. I was like, we didn't bring eggnog. If there's still some in the store, I'll bring them. Let's do I'll it for it. the epiphany. Okay. I'm sure you can still get it. Yeah. Not you can make it. It's just custard and stuff. All right. That's your challenge. Okay. All right. Your challenge is to book a plane ticket to Italy. We know. We are going. By, no. By, by next in five days. We're Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. We're going fall break. See, I don't ask anyone to do something I'm not willing to do myself. That's very true. You don't. You don't. Okay, so I need to get off here and figure out how I'm going to get to a ski lift. Yeah, I mean, go visit John. Okay. Take Megan. Go visit John. Okay. And then outside of Denver, an hour, you're in Vail near, uh, after that. Yeah. You know, before that, it's what, uh, Breckenridge. After that, Aspen, Snowmass, which from what I understand is the best place to be. The best snow. Um, is that real? Like people talk like that? Not like that, but no, about because snow. they don't all go into this lisp. <laughs> You're some snow. So make a plan with your wife to go to Colorado between now and March. Okay. You can easily do a two night trip. Perfect. And all you got to do is take a drive up there, 
go to one of the resorts, buy a ski ticket, a ticket, <laughs> a lift, a lift ticket. That's what it's called. And that's all. Buy a lift ticket and go and, and ask if you're allowed to ride without skiing. If not, go to ski school for two hours. Do I have to ski school it? If you've never skied, I would what highly if I tell recommend. Them that I'm really good at it, and they give me a set. Of, they're like, "Where are your skis at?" And I'm like, "I need to rent." <laughs> yeah, oh, well, good skiers still rent skis. Oh, okay, I didn't know that either. But they'll be able to know as you walk away in your ski boots whether you've ever been in them before. Oh, you're not helping. I'm trying to help. Okay, take ski school. Uh, this is me helping. Okay, be in ski school. Okay, skiing's hard, especially when you're getting older. I'm a snow. I can water ski very well. Well, then you'll is that have the same at all. No, 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 it's really not because it's that's flat and it's predictable. No, is is not. It's intense, man. I perspired a lot, fell a lot first two days, but then I'm then I got it and I had another two days where I was able to just ski. I didn't fall one more time for the rest of the three days that we were there. And there was a bar, we were in uh, in Telluride, and there's a bar halfway up the mountain. Drink. And you had to ski to get there, and you had to ski back. So smart not to drink a whole lot. We I had a Bloody Mary, but the sun was shining, and it was bright blue sky, and you're covered in feet of deep snow, and you're in your gear. You take everything off. You have your jacket and your pants on. It's awesome. You take your helmet off, and you're sitting. You listen to live music. All these different colored plastic lawn chairs all over the side of the mountain. It's this is fun. Ski I'll, lift going right over your head. I'm I'm going there. It's amazing. I want to go tell you ride. Go ride a lift. Perfect. All right. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. First, we get to live. And we're going to live like we're die trying to meet our goals and do something good for somebody. Happy New Year. <laughs>